You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back. Jay Foreman, DP. Old School, second segment, Raider Talk. Um, obviously, it was it was uh, interesting. Obviously, they played the uh, fighting Nick Sarance, uh the, the uh, Detroit Lions. Uh, got beat down, got embarrassed. I think they had a hundred and like forty yards of total offense, and it wasn't a good look, you know. Um, and it was the day before the trade deadline, so you felt like they might be sellers, and you know, obviously selling, you know, trading a lot of their players. They did it about face that uh, they fired their coach, GM, and offensive coordinator. It was so bad. They they had a list of players that they were going to fire, but the play was so bad that they fired. They just went, "No, nah, we uh, this is the coach." Yeah, I think they just got that Monday night game was that it was a little bit late where they couldn't make trades. But I think ultimately Adams uh, voice from his tantrum. Yeah, but then he is it when his agent called by the time they landed back in uh, Nevada and said that he would like a change of scenery. Uh, the you know, the owner, Davis, said, well, what can change this? He said either you trade me or he needs to go. And that's what we're what, you know, part of the reason. But I think, you know, when you have a Josh McDaniels and obviously he's going to take the, you know, the blunt of the blame and the GM is they, they essentially put this team together. They got rid of some really good players. Um, they created a, a atmosphere to where, you know, people that was people thought the Raiders were one of the most talented teams at one point in time last year to this year. It just wasn't uh, obviously good football and. It's just the Raiders thing to do where you fire a coach after a year and a half and he has four years left on his contract. 
Yeah. Four. And it's fully guaranteed. But that also lets you know how bad it was for them to fire him with four get four years left on his contract, let alone him and the GM. Uh, get both of you out of here and take your offensive coordinator with you. Which is funny because Josh McDaniels calls the plays. He's just offensive coordinator in name, and he loses his job. So anybody that was in the position with him, they had to get him up out of there. They, I mean, they say it's much easier to fire the coaching staff than an entire roster. Sure. But it goes back to what we were talking about yesterday, that here are all these execs who put this roster together. All the coaches who went through training camp, developed, made decisions, made evaluations of who could play, who couldn't play, who fit the system, who didn't. You're both wrong by a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a little different because the NFL, if you're, say you're D, DP, you're a, you know, corner coach or like a DB coach. Yep. In the way the NFL, you're being told who you're going to play. And it's, a lot of it's based on where they're drafted and all that stuff. The biggest problem with the Raiders and the why they went primarily offensive side of the ball in the GM, because the way the McDaniels has done it, those two put the roster together. Those two made the salary cap decisions. Those two were the ones that wanted to have Derek Carr sit out the half of the season and not have a chance to even be a good pro. So they don't even they essentially change his key card. And that's why they're fired. Right. And so You gotta go home. It's uh, it's unusual for somebody to get fired this early into their coaching tenure. Um, <laughs> how many ga- how many games? Hit twenty five. Wow. Whoever hired him should be fired too. Mm-hmm. Well, you, well, you, you can't fire the owner. <laughs> well, sometimes it's GM. Sometimes it's the, the GM. GM. The GM is gone. Sometimes it's the GM. He is the he is, he's gone. And so the owner realized, wow, I was really wrong about both of you. <laughs> Everybody well, out. Well, the, well, the GM's from has New England ties. That's where McDaniel's comes from. So he definitely took care of both of them. You wanted to be the Patriots. You emulated the, the Patriots, right? I you, think you went, you went, you went yard sale shopping at the Raiders at the at the Patriots. You know, really, what what was interesting is I think, I think Josh McDaniel's quote, and I'm gonna do quote interviews well. Now. Interviews well for him is he knows to go in there and it's already set up and he knows not to say something that will hurt the interview. Here's what we here's what we've done. Right. Well, he, well here's he, what I he, know. He gets to come in there with his yeah. Super Bowl rings and Belichick signs off on him. And you got to think he failed at Denver, went to New England, kind of did the the Nick Saban rehab. They won a Super Bowl and they won it in different ways. Obviously, you remember when they beat the Rams, they just essentially went three yards in a cloud of dust, and we're going to play defense, and he was okay with it. Then they had an explosive offense, even with Brady's last year. And then he turned down the Indianapolis job based on the GM, right? Felt it wasn't a good, you know, organization. So he was all set up to where he, this is a different Josh McDaniels. He said all the right things. I learned a lot from Denver. Well, he learned a lot from Denver on how to get a bigger contract and really dupe you into believing it. And then he went right back to the Josh McDaniels in Denver and then he, you know, end up getting fired. Now he'll get another job. He has a paycheck for four years. But one of my friends is on that staff. Uh, actually, two. Actually, Antonio Pierce and and Jason Simmons. Jason Simmons is a DB coach. Antonio Pierce went from linebacker coach mm. uh, to head coach, and he has tremendous amount of leadership skills. And he was on the way to possibly being 
head coach in college. He did a really good job of getting out of Arizona State before he got uh, tied up into the whole thing with Herm Edwards. But, you know, the one thing when I talked to Jason just for like two minutes, he said, man, the thing about what people don't understand is NFL jobs for us, meaning African-Americans, are hard to come by. Even at assistant coach position, we have to take what we can take. It's it, a lot it was, of money it, it was, to, to tell people not to take. No, it's not even about it's the opportunity. Well, for yeah, him to be a defensive back coach and be able to coach, because because you got to think he was in Carolina and he went there to really to be able to coach. And he's like, man, I'm just getting it. I'm just starting to know the guys. I'm just starting to develop them. They just picked up Peters. He's he's actually you know one of their older guys. He's like now. You know, everybody's on 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 uh, eggshells because of the head coach, and he's like, "We didn't have any input, any input." I I just I'm curious why you want to be in the NFL if the bosses are bad, and most of the NFL officers are bad, most of the owners are bad, right? The reason why you want to be there isn't the players. The money. It's what the money more in provides. College, though. Where was he in college that he where he was making that money? Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. He but he but he was he's one of Dom's guys. So he he went from Green Bay, always being like a offense or defensive assistant. Then he got into be an assistant DB coach, and this is his first job. He had to take it. I, I just I'm rooting for good owners. Good coaches, good players. Yeah, I mean, he this sounds is, like a good dude in yeah, a bad good, situation. Dude. But it's just—I mean, that's a lot of the coaches. I mean, the ownership has nothing to do with it. The ownership is just made a bad hire for whatever reason. They yeah. wanted to be New England of Las Vegas, right? Did they mm-hmm. really expect Belichick to help them get better in the same conference? I mean. He, uh, maybe so. I but I think they went about it wrong though. Jay, he's a fine, he's a fine, he's a fine coordinator, he's a great player. And as soon as he hangs yeah, he phone, won't mess it up. As soon as the phone hangs up, he goes. <laughs> but you know, it's uh, in in and I will tell you, in some situations where the owners are too involved, they do hurt the coaches and the GM's ability to do their their job. You see it if you want something that you, every year that it doesn't really work out the best is the Dallas Cowboys where you have an owner that's a GM and he wants to be coaching all that. The one thing that the Raiders didn't do, and this is probably what Mark Davis is, is learning as a 
full-on owner of an NFL franchise, you know, Al's been gone and all this other stuff, Mm -hmm. is even if you want Josh McDaniels, you have to actually give Rich Bashotti a legitimate chance because then that's what that's how you keep the locker room. And oddly enough, they played Rich Bashotti two weeks ago. All the players went over to him. I think that was a glaring scene as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I, that makes that so, that adds up. That it, math, math. Right, because this is a guy that took over after John Gruden had him on the cusp of going to the playoffs. Everybody bought into what he was doing. He was a special teams coach and became a head coach. So you know that uh, John Harbaugh has done it in New England. Tough but fair. Players loved him, right? Cared about the players. Um, And then didn't even get a lick of an interview. Whereas when the season was over, he already knew and the players already knew Josh McDaniels was coming. It was just that the the Patriots were in the playoffs. Are Are you a high school coach, college coach, pro coach? What, me? Yeah. What do you mean? The, the ones I like? Yeah, the the place where you feel like oh, I could do it all because I've you just pros and pro the college. I feel like the college right now is professional football. Pros is entertainment. High school, depending on the situation, there's probably a lot more strings and, and stuff you have to deal with in high school. And of course, you're not getting paid, but um, or as much. Well, it depends. You know, it depends on where you're at. Because obviously, in high okay. in Texas, you get paid, but. You know, coaching college. I mean, I think if you like the coach, it doesn't really matter. I, I always find it interesting that a coach feels like they only can coach in pros or in, the, in college. I always find it interesting because ultimately you like the coach. You like the Sometimes coach. Sometimes it's the people. Sometimes well, sure. It's the people I mean, that's it. In, in how you coach, how you feel secure, what you like to do. Um, some are more successful. I mean, quite frankly, Nick Saban is the best college football coach, you know, probably of all time. And, and you know, he did – so-so in the pros. I think eventually he would have done good in the pros. At that time, how him trying to build a franchise or a program wouldn't work in the NFL because these owners want things right now, you know, and so they feel like they want instant return on their investment where he was able to go to Alabama and really develop a program. Now it's on autopilot and he's consistently, you know, winning nine, ten, eleven, you know, national. Does championship. that mean that the Alabama job is was is easier than Cleveland Browns? New York yeah, Jets. I don't think none of them were easy. Right. I mean, Cleveland it, was different because the immense pressure on Alabama. Yeah, to the but but not when Saban took it over. Oh, there was pressure. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, was it, it was the, it wasn't to the magnitude right now. Right. But it was a cesspool because of Mike Price. And all that for bad hires. Whereas Cleveland, the things that handy that that can kind of curtail you for being good in Cleveland or a pro team is okay. Well, your stadium you don't have the money for a stadium, so that means the team's about to relocate. Well, then you can't get free agents to come there, right? Or you or in that time you didn't really have a big salary cap, so then you have to re, then you're starting from scratch to kind of ground up and develop your athletes and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden now you're playing against Pittsburgh. And Buffalo was rolling at love, that time. I would love to have a list of toughest coaching jobs, no matter where they are. Like, would you take the Notre Dame job over Commanders? Depends on what you view as tough. Because it's at the things that 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 you have to work through at coaching the Commanders, mm-hmm. like the owner, mm-hmm. right? And all that stuff and the day-to-day stuff that gets in the way, 
you might have to deal with that at Notre Dame, but it's not at the same magnitude because you don't really see it. Whereas, like, you're like a lot of times the pro, the head coach, his office is literally right around the corner of the, the owner. So you're looking to do that. That's kind of messing your 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 deal up right there. And then also, it, it, you look at Notre Dame. You're dealing with okay. You got to do appearances. You're not really coaching there. You know what I mean? Oh, you're you're, ma- you're, you're, you're staff managing. managing your you're CEO managing. So now it comes down to you got to be the face of the program. Yeah. You got to meet expectations. You got to do this. You got to recruit well. You got to make sure because you're always going to be in there with all the recruits. It, they're different type of pressures. It's hard, but, but that's why they get they're highly compensated though. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to make that list. Whether it's being a like the chief of the, the the coach of the Chicago Bulls, or would you rather be the coach of the Baltimore Ravens? They both have their own pockets of city community, yeah, and then media pressure. I think it's a lot of a lot of how it's built. I mean, I would probably think like one of the better pro jobs, thinking of always trying to win. So there, so essentially, say us three are at a franchise in the pros. I'm the head coach. Mm-hmm. You're the GM. You're the owner, mm-hmm. right? So there's no gap into what we're like when we're talking. We're all talking about we need to win right now. We need to build consistent winners. Whereas you sit down, down in Houston, Dom's trying to win. You got a dude over there worried about sweatsuits and pencils, and the owner, you know, I'm at Bob, the club. You know, Bob McNair. <laughs> you know, he's got a horse in the Kentucky Derby. He's got an energy company, so he's trusting the GM. Who's thinking about everything different than the head coach? Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a little bit different. So it's a di- it's a dynamic that uh, you see that works and some don't work. Yeah. I mean, look at the Chicago Bears. We're going to jump into that here <laughs> at the short at the at the uh, short segment on uh, is it a culture issue or is it bad hires by the head coach? Because that's what it comes down to when you have two guys that have been having numerous meetings with HR. So Jay Foreman, DP, Hurricane Harrison. We'll be right back. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.